It's not a fairy tale. 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 It's not a fairy tale, mommy. We are no longer living life in paradise. It's, it's not, not a fairy tale. tale. What's up, ladies? Hey, how are you? Well, I'm glad the sun is shining I finally. Know, I felt like I needed to hit up Talkspace last week. <laughs> I know, right? From all the rain I was, and I dreariness. Was, I was going to text you and be like, what is that site you're always talking about? And I was like, because I needed to like get some help. Because uh, yes. I was like, this is horrible. It this. is. I couldn't live in Seattle. I couldn't either. I don't know how they do it. I don't either. I don't know how they do it in Alaska when it's 30 days of darkness. I ain't trying to do that. Yes. I'm not trying to be, mm-mm. I need the sun. Need sunshine. It I just need it. changes my whole attitude. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I was so happy to see that sun on Friday. I know. Mm-hmm. I was like, sunshine. Right. Had me singing a Coco song. All right. Well, um, we talk about our weekend. We had a fun weekend. We did. Even though in our friends' eyes, we're probably old ladies, but for us... We stayed up to 2.30 in the morning. Well, yeah. We stayed up to 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> and we were, like, completely free. We didn't have anything to worry about. Yes. Well, I was kind of free. I had some nightmares. Yeah, so Tanisha, like, woke me up in the middle of the night because I guess she forgot that she was sleeping in the bed with me. And I, you I and my husband, it. I yeah, like over. she shook me like, who I is rolled, this? I, I <laughs> rolled over in the bed to a light skin chick, and I had to check her out and figure out why she was in my bed. And when I turned around, she was like, oh, and then was, she just I was like, oh, down. okay, it's just Daria. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, I just had some really weird dreams. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's a stranger in your bed. I guess it, it really was. No, let me tell you, them little waterfalls. That just did it. In. It wasn't waterfalls. It's it was rain. night rain. It's rain. It's sometimes I get a little jungle noise or something. It's no junk. I go to sleep listening to the sounds of rain or the ocean or a thunderstorm. And I didn't play the thunderstorm the it, first night because I know how you are. So I'm I just not play scared of thunderstorms rain. anymore. Okay. My whole thing is I felt like I had to use the restroom the whole night. And I kept getting up because I was like scared. I kept having a pee-pee dream. Okay. Because you got the water running. Okay. I don't know that was that really I happened. Didn't, I, I didn't. You didn't realize I had got out of the bed. I only saw you get up once and it was like in the morning. Oh, girl. I, I mean, once I put the waterfall, not waterfalls, once I put the rain you on, gone. Like, I'm out. I was like, I looked at you and I was like, she's really sleeping and just listening to this rain. Yes. Gone. Yes. Okay. Last night my husband was like, "You gonna turn the rain back on?" I was like, "Oh, you like this?" So I turned. We it might back need on. some rain because my husband loves noise. I know. Or I turn and on it's the ocean. normally on CNN, and I gotta listen to that crap oh, no, all night. No, 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 I can't no. do that. I wake yeah, up in the middle I of the night. Have some crazy ass dreams. Right. Mm-hmm. Now you see why my feet caught on fire in my dreams. So, no, like I have crazy sports dreams. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have crazy dreams. Period. But that was just too much. I guess I love listening to my nature noises Yeah, to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the jungle. I know. Or I'll turn on, I have a thing called Oak that I turn on. I think I did that as a business buzz. And it has the cave water. And it'll talk you down into your into sleep, like yeah. turning your brain off. Like even one of them for the sleep meditation, it says, okay, the day is done. You can't get it back. Let's drift off to sleep. 
Yeah, that turn would. off your mind. Turn off your mind. That never happens for me. However, I do listen to ocean. Well, I don't listen to ocean. Well, I do listen to the ocean sometimes. But for whatever reason, your your ocean made me have pee pee dreams. Okay. So maybe maybe my ocean's a little different. Okay. But I listen to my little my little jazz for kids. Okay. That's I mean, what whatever works just to wind you down and, you know, get you to sleep. That's mm-hmm. all that matters. When like I have I, to do that. But most I turn of the time, on, I just go to sleep. Like, the, I have a, even one for my daughter that I turn on for her. And it has them to, you know, envision drawing stars or drawing different planets. Or she's like, I drew some stars last night to help me get to bed. And I'm oh, like, that's cool. as long as it gets you to sleep, that's all that matters. That's cool. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So we are going to get into our topic this week and we're trying to keep it in line with our show. So we watched Married to Medicine in the season finale of Insecure. And the one thing that tied both of the episodes together was the friendships or the friends calling each other to the carpet. So today our fairy topic is from lifehacker.com and it is called How to Productively Call people out on their bullshit without being an asshole. And I think that's very important when you're trying to call somebody out on their shit. So um, the first tip, and this one is going to be kind of short, is to identify behavior and the source of why you don't like what this person is doing. So you got to self-reflect to figure out, is it me, just something internally with me? Or is it really something the other person is doing that's getting on my last nerves. And the person that's getting on your last nerves probably don't even realize they're getting exactly. on your nerves. And my husband's uncle is a preacher, and he did like a whole sermon on how when you have a problem with somebody, it's really your problem, not theirs. Exactly. So the first time I heard that, I was like, what do you mean? How is that my problem? And I was like, then I started thinking about it. I was like, yeah, how, why do I let somebody get on my nerves? They're just being themselves. Mm-hmm. But I understand everybody has nerves and people get on them. That's true. And I some, heard something similar. I was listening to the podcast, Something You Should Know, and it was uh, like a relationship expert on there. And she brought out, and I probably don't say this before, she brought out how her and her husband he would get mad because she would leave the cabinet open. Oh, yeah. yeah. We talked about that marriage builders. Yeah, and she would leave the cabinet open, and he would, like, be so upset about it mm-hmm. to the point where they were arguing about it. And so I guess she finally realized, like, or told him, like, you know, that's your issue. Like, in order to stop this, you can easily close the cabinet and let it let be it done. be, yep. you know. <laughs> so you got to like, pick and choose your battles and really look at you like. Like, they almost got a divorce over they, that they cabinet issue. They almost got a divorce over it, And yes. at the end of the day. It was something simple. He realized that it takes him so many seconds to close all the cabinets and shut the drawers. Mm-hmm. And I had a similar issue with my husband and dishes. Mm-hmm. Like. It literally, I was, it would infuriate me, like, if he doesn't help me with the dishes. And we would beef about it and have, like, real arguments. And we would be mad at each other 
sometimes days, like we would really beef about these dishes. And one day I sat there after I heard that in Marriage Builders. And I was like, I'm going to look at this clock and I'm going to figure out how long it takes me to load and unload the dishwasher. Mm -hmm. It took me nine minutes to load and unload the dishwasher when we would argue way longer than yeah. nine minutes over days. the issue. Be mad about it for days. Right. So now I just load the dishwasher. Call it passive if you want to, but is it better to be happy or be right in your argument? Exactly. So... Keep it moving. Mm -hmm. It's so not that serious. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, like I always say, that person's on life support, do the dishes really matter? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. that's the same thing with beefing with calling with somebody. Friends, right. Yeah. So, if the person's on life support, you'd be sitting there like, oh. I know. I shouldn't argue with them about them saying something extra crazy. Right. <laughs> um, okay. I got like the finger thing where I just keep scrolling. Okay. I'm not able to figure out where we stopped off. So, Here it is. Get your <laughs> get my life together. <laughs> oh, I think I kept scrolling. Okay, okay. Get your specific complaint complaint in order and confront the person when you're not angry. That's very important because mm -hmm. when you have emotions behind your complaint, sometimes it's just not heard and because it's come out all wrong. Right. And so even though you have the best of intentions, it may not come across that way. Exactly. So calm down, take a breath, reflect because at the end of the day, you may reflect on it and be like, mm, that's not that serious. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna keep it moving. I was just in a moment or it's not that important. Or when you think about it, you could really Think it through and really be solid on what your complaint with that person is. Mm -hmm. And you also want to reflect again on how it's going to come off. If you're saying it in the moment, it's going to come out pissy. But if you sit back and think about it, um, you you can kind of get a feel of how you want to say it because that is going to be important to the person on the receiving end. Sometimes it's not what you say, it is how, how you, you say it. it. You know, if you say it with an attitude, they're going to be like, they're going to immediately like close, close you off. Or come back with an attitude. Or come back or with come an back, attitude. Yeah, come back even worse. And nothing is going to get some accomplished. Some people like to push and shove. Mm -hmm. Or shooting these days. Mm -hmm. okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. And then we just oh, have one more. Be prepared for the worst. Mm -hmm. um, when you're dealing with a truly awful person, there are there's very little you can say to them to get them to change. So it, you know, sometimes you just know that that person's not going to change. So it's like, it's kind of pointless. Mm -hmm. um, I had a situation like that today where we had a person come in and they were just like, yeah, hey, hey, I'm on all these medical treatments. However, I'm not going to stop eating. I'm not going to change my diet. I'm not going to do anything because God wants me to eat and be happy. So as much as we try to change that person's perspective, like, you know, there are, you know, if you integrate more, you know, vegetables into your diet, that that could be helpful. He wasn't trying to hear that. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I, I eat just like you eat, like you healthy. You know, you eat probably eat real good. I said, you ain't eating like me because I don't eat meat. I eat fish and I don't eat like meat meat, like flesh. And he was like, nah, I ain't eating like you. <laughs> I was like, no, you're not. I was like, try it. It's not that bad. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, nah, I need my meat. I need my chicken. I need my hamburger. I need my pork chops. It's like, okay. Be happy. Yeah. And you already lost a couple of toes and, you know, I hate to say it, but you may not be able to eat like me mm -hmm. and it's okay. Mm -hmm. So know your audience. Yes. Know your audience. And, you know, a lot of us have our script already planned out in our head and it's not 
times out of 10 not going to go the way that we envisioned it, says Issa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you stand in the mirror and you be saying it like, this is what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. And it don't always work out that no, way. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Sometimes a lot of emotion gets behind it exactly. and a lot of cuss words. And then you'd be like, you've already lost the battle. Yeah. Somebody said, well, like when you get mad, at, like when you're talking to somebody, once the person starts cussing, you automatically lost. Because I lose a lot of battles because them words just fly out my mouth. I mean, I don't know if you automatically lost. I think you just automatically, the other person automatically has right. stopped listening. So you so, lost. Yeah. Nobody's listened to you. Yeah. So it's pointless. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I lose a lot of arguments that way because I use words that I shouldn't use. But I'm, I'm, I need a 12-step program for that. I was doing good, but life's gotten stressful lately. So I'm starting to use bad words again. Well, you worked on it before. You can work on it again. I have to get back on the rodeo. Yeah, Get back on the horse. Yep. In the rodeo. Mm-hmm. Wrangle it back in. Wrangle it in. <laughs> All right. So let us know if you guys have any tips on, you know, how to call people out on their shit in a non-asshole way. And don't text them either because that can be Oh, yes. Please don't that do that. That is a no, 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 no. Mm-mm. Have a real conversation. Don't write them a letter. A good letter. You like letters? Yeah, because when I, as the person who's writing the letter, they can really reread it and be like, okay, I might need to work. That's true. I, I did hear that in marriage counseling once. Mm-hmm. Like, she made us communicate only through letters. Mm-hmm. And so that way we had an opportunity to erase what mm-hmm. doesn't come off right. And we had to reread it like a couple of times. Like, we could do it through email, text, or write a letter, but ain't nobody writing no letters these days. So we use email and text. I like a good old fashioned letter. Yeah, I like a letter. A letter I, I like a letter with some cologne on it. Man. Remember those days? And it'd be folded up right. That's been a many decades And you used ago. to sleep with the paper and you'd be no, like, I ain't do all that. I'm going to tell your husband to write you a letter and put some cologne on it. Okay. I know you're like, ooh, or get you a card and spray it. And oh, then, we, oh, we have a new thing. We don't give each other cards anymore. See, I don't like cards. I, I like cards, but I don't know what to do with them exactly. afterwards. So now we have decided we're just going to go to the store and take a picture of the one we like and just Girl, I totally way. agree with that. I just had a conversation with somebody because I feel bad when somebody gives me a card and I throw it away because I feel like I'm throwing away their feelings or trashing their emotions. Because mm-hmm. some people will like write paragraphs mm-hmm. in a card. You can't throw that away. So I feel like I'm disregarding their feelings if I throw it away. I know. And then if you cut it up and you put it in a scrapbook, then you've like cut it up and sometimes it's the where they write. Mm-hmm. It just gets complicated. Well, I've never done the whole cut it up and put it in a scrapbook. But I remember like um, a cousin saying that she doesn't get rid of the cars because it could be a relative who is older and, you know, they are going to pass right. away. So it's like you always have that. So with, you know, Shady D's cards, I try to keep so many of them. But like after this year, I'm like, I, got, I can't keep them anymore. Mm-hmm. So pretty much all the people... Who I feel will give her cards. <laughs> yeah. I just, I have one already, so mm-hmm. we should be okay. Yeah, so I am so with you on that whole card thing. Mm-hmm. And I just celebrated my 10-year anniversary of work. And I was like, please don't give me a card. Because mm-hmm. everything that you all can give me are free. Mm-hmm. Respect me. Develop me. Um, listen to me. Like, take my... You know, take my feelings into consideration mm-hmm. with things. Like, y'all don't have to, like, get everybody to write, oh, happy anniversary. I love working with you. Because then I feel bad when I throw those 
those yeah. are their feelings and I disregard them yeah. and put them in a trash can. And, and then they feel bad. A, you can take a picture of it and put it in the trash. I just don't even want it's the it's the thought of me putting it in the trash. It's the visual that I have of that card in the trash that really bothers me. Because okay. I feel like some people really put thought into those cards. Mm-hmm. And they write cute little messages. Mm-hmm. And just tell me that in person. It's like, give me my, my roses when I'm alive. Tell me that instead of writing it down. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Makes sense. All right. So... I want to encourage everybody to get online and order their date box. It's good for your relationship. It takes the what we gonna do out of date mm-hmm. night. It gives you guys something to look forward to yes. for date night. Um, Even I start looking into getting me know, a date box. I know, because it's different plans. It's different, and it's different Different things that we don't normally do. Exactly. So I'm really excited to start getting my messages from my little digital date box because mm-hmm. um, I'm like, okay, I don't like paper. I don't like stuff. I try to get rid of clutter. So I didn't want to necessarily have an actual box, but mm-hmm. just to get a message and know that that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I can't wait to get it. And yes, there are different options. There's a digital box. Um, There is also one where you can get a physical box with things that you're going to do in it. Um, And you can sign up for a monthly plan. Or you can just go kind of month to month. It's Mm -hmm. it's, it's totally up to you. Um, And if you do, um, and we encourage you to order a date box, um, you can get 50% off your very first box with our promo code, not a fairy tale 50 and just really get to using your box and enjoying each other without the stress of having to think about what to do. So again, you can go to getdatebox.com and our promo code is not a fairy tale 50. Okay, y'all, we got to get up into this rashé reality. Girl, 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 girl. <sighs> Before I get on that, I think next year we should plan a trip to, like, New York so we can go to the Black Love Ball hosted by Essence. I think so, too. I would say I was listening to Is this to like yes a couple trip? It should be I a think we should trip. Na- we should do a mock date box of this trip. That would be fun. And then not... Like, kind of create something, like, things we want to do in New York that we've always wanted to do and take our husbands along with, with I us. I think that'll be fun. I think yes, that, I was mm-hmm. listening to Yes Girl, and they're throwing a first annual um, Black Love Night. And it's a it's a gala. Right. And we and get all pretty. It get all pretty. It's at a pretty location. I think it's like at a pier. Mm-hmm. So you know the scenery is going to be pretty. And then all this beautiful melanin dress stuff. Like, I feel like it's like, going to be ooh, a good, 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 I know. good time. So I think we should plan for that next year. Um, Yes. I will put it on my list of yes. things to do. Yes. Like, that's a must have. That ain't yes. something I plan and I don't do. not do it's this time of year right it's it's um this year is i think it's on october 13th so that's fine around this time mm-hmm. next year we should definitely make it a plan because mm-hmm. you know jet blue always had cheap tickets to the city and we can see our homie javetta we sure can yes. we sure can okay so let's get into rache girl reality. so i'm so sad that insecure is done for the season I am it's too. like it went by like that what am i gonna do with my sundays watch ballers it got a couple of more episodes. Yeah. But you know, I don't, I'm not a big TV watcher. And so it's like, 
I like seeing us women on TV because it's like friendships that I'm mm-hmm. familiar with. Mm-hmm. So like ballers is something my husband's going to watch and enjoy. But I mean, like you tell me to try to watch the football with my the husband football. like this. I feel like watching ball, us watching ballers is like a happy medium because it's not it's us watching a game. It's right. a story behind it. So. Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll probably start watching some other shows mm-hmm. and but for the most part I like shows about relationships. Maybe I'll start binge watching something. Mm-hmm. I think Love After Lockup is um it's about to come back. back. Yeah, so yeah, I can't wait for that. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I was telling somebody about it the other day. I was like, "Girl, let me tell you what he did. Mm-hmm. He got sponsored, and she got to pay for him for like eleven or something years." No, you talking about ever after? I'm talking about Love After oh, Lockup. Oh, 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 Mormon wig lady, girl. I yeah. That show's about to start. Ah, uh, yes. I was looking to get a date, but they didn't have a date yet on the um, I hope it comes website. back. It's, they got time okay. for a second season. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Okay. So, we start off on Insecure with Issa trying to round up vendors for Coachella. Mm-hmm. And she got discouraged. She did get discouraged. I like to crack up when... The guy was like, is it going to be some bitches there? Uh-huh. And she was like, yes, yes, me. And like the guys in the background just cracked up. I know. They'd be so mean to Issa. You know, and I think she's so pretty. Mm-hmm. I love her skin tone. I love her brilliance of her. It's something about her skin. It's almost like she shines. And it mm-hmm. could be her personality. She has beautiful eyelashes. Mm-hmm. Like... She is so pretty to me. Mm-hmm. I think what makes it bad is her hairstyles. Some days. I know when she went on that uh that little ride along with her friend. Well, her hair crazy. wasn't supposed to but be cute then. That was awful. She should never walk outside looking like that. Okay. But I feel like it's her hairstyles that make her look off. Because like she could still be natural and have it not plaited all like braided all the time like you could just wear a cute little afro and put a cute little scarf you know add some pizzazz to it because her face is pretty i've never seen anything wrong with her hair during the episode sometimes it'd be like her little puffs that i'm like you could do something that looks better okay <laughs> even if it's just like all up in a ponytail and one big beautiful puff or something or maybe she would just want to wear her own puff i get it mm-hmm. i get she wants to wear her own puff but, girl, sometimes you just got to give a little accent. That's why them dudes was like, mm. she needed some pizzazz. Okay. I mean, she didn't necessarily have to be pizzazz if she's looking for vendors for a business. She wasn't there to try to get them. She you was look looking good. for them, You too. look good. You feel good when you're going to ask for something. I think people that are, I know when I worked in sales, I could sell the heck out of something when I look good. Mm-hmm. And so people are more in tune to buy something from you because you're cute and you're bubble. Well, she's already bubbly, so mm-hmm. I think that that would help. It. She doesn't have to wear weave. She don't have to go straight. None of that. It's just she just has to restyle her hair a little bit. Get rid of the braids sometimes. Okay. I mean, I just thought for that instance, how her hair was really didn't matter. Like they just weren't feeling what she was putting out, and she probably didn't go to enough places. Like toward the end, when the girl was like, "You need to be persistent." I think that's probably what it because you're gonna get a whole bunch of no's yeah, in like a couple be of yeses. So. But yeah, yeah. Um, and sometimes she'd be dressing a little. 
it's something about the way she dresses. Like none of her stuff matches, but the way she puts it together, you'd be like, that's plaid and roses and the together. Stri- that's one striped shirt with the but, shorts. And but I that was, was like, cute. It was cute. I really liked the shirt, but I was like, wait, that's too many patterns. But like, it looked go. good on her. Yeah. She can pull stuff like that off. Yeah, but, and I think it's because of her personality. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I had turned my head, like, really looking at the TV. Like, how does that work? I forgot all about what they was talking about because I was, like, really into that outfit. Yeah. I, I be having time on my hands. That's why I have to watch the show, like, four times because I, I be somewhere else. I know. Okay. So then um, after she was trying to get out, get all that together, she was talking to Molly. And she was like, you know what? I just think I'm going to put that on the back burner. And she was like. Girl, you should. She said uh, something smart. I in a way about Molly kind of dis, almost discouraging her or not encouraging her enough. Okay, so you know she's lifting and she has this new dream. I would have been like, well, is there something I, I can, can help do. you with? Yes. Because I think Molly has the gift of the gab really mm-hmm. well and she could probably help her pick get, up some, pick up some yeah. stuff. Like, I know you got your own issues at work and you're going to keep having them issues because you're not a team player. And Molly's starting to, I'm starting to think Molly may not be a good friend either. Sometimes, like, pretty much after, in all the season endings, they always end in an argument, but they always get it back together. But the way she was treating Issa with the whole business venture, like, I just felt like she was being unsupportive. And I understand, you know, your friends do keep it, have to keep it real with you, but it wasn't like in an uplifting, keep it real way. Like, hey, you know, I know you probably think you want to do this in six to eight weeks, but realistically, why don't you shoot for six months to a year out right. so you can secure everything? And then help you along the way. And yes, like I can be of help. You know, if you need legal advice, right. I, I can, can help do that you. for you. You know? you know, in any kind of way that you can lend a hand or offer support or you know she's trying something different and new like what if this works Mm -hmm. like what do you then what do you say Mm -hmm. and then you sit there with pie on your face Mm -hmm. because it worked Mm -hmm. so I just felt like she should have offered to assist and even that even on that one episode where they were kind of cackling and laughing about her name Mm -hmm. I mean it's okay to cackle and laugh about the name, but give her alternatives. Give Don't yes. just sit there and laugh at me and not offer help. Yes. It's one thing to laugh at me and make me feel like shit, but at least you can make me feel like shit after you help. You exactly. know, you help me and I'm like, okay, so I feel shitty, but they help. Yes, exactly. Shady. I get it. Yes. I totally agree. Um. So what else happened? So we get to meet Lawrence's dad. And I love him. He needs to be in all the episodes. Yeah. He was dropping some gems. Mm-hmm. Cause I had to write down a quote. <laughs> oh well, let's let's hear the quote you wrote down. Oh, the quote that I loved. Cause the other one I didn't write down, but I liked it. Um. Anyway, the one that I absolutely loved was "You got to make your happy endings. The shit just don't happen." I was like, "Yes, Lawrence is bad. Mm-hmm. You got to make your happy. You got to make your happy." My endings. head was on a totally different stage. <laughs> what? I don't even want to. Happy endings when you, you know, he, know you know, he had been messing around for a while. Who? Lawrence. No, his dad. Dude was talking to, never mind. I was on something totally different. Okay. That's like men advice. You got to read no, between the lines. No, I wasn't even trying to read between the lines. Like it didn't even come off as him trying to be perverted. I, I was just in another place. Ah, okay. 
Sometimes I be there. I be I like, see. oh, okay, I see daddy talking about happy endings. <laughs> what you talking about? So what did you think when he ta- said him and his wife both came into the relationship with their own luggage? That was just baggage. Okay, so where did you? But you got to make your happy endings. Like, <laughs> you got to get your rocks off. <laughs> and like live your life a little bit dude that's what i got from it i know because they were talking about how lawrence really didn't want to work for a relationship so he, got he, a, he had the molly complex he still got to make his happy ending so okay tanisha i'm, I'm done i was on something different <laughs> i had been away from my husband for a few days my mind wasn't in the right space and then i had to stay like focused till 9 30 in order to watch the show. And, you know, okay, my mind wasn't in the right spot. I see. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so, Lawrence met up with his dad. I was thinking about my own happy endings. Okay. I, did you watch the show another two times? And you still? I did. No, I watched the show the first time because I get, I start focusing on the little things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm like really analyzing something and I drift off and I'm like, that's so shady. She shouldn't do her like that. And I'm thinking about, and I'm probably emotional about, like something Molly did, and then mm-hmm. seeing done change. So I have to go back and watch it. Okay. So pretty like, much, I just go back and watch it again and again and again because I can do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So pretty much, Lawrence has the Molly complex where he just thinks you hop into a relationship and it's supposed to work without putting the effort in it. Like his his mom and dad have the happy happily ever after. So him and his dad were his dad was pretty much like, no, you have to work at it. Like you're not putting in the work. And so Lawrence is like, you know, I'm just kind of tired of dating around. Everybody either been divorced or they want to be all in my face or he throughout all these complaints right so i mean his dad just kept it real with him and that's what parents are supposed to do Yeah, that's what parents are supposed to do yeah so i hope we get to see more of lawrence's dad next season with his gems of knowledge (laughs) so i am so impressed with lawrence coming to the movie with for Issa's birthday i don't think he came for Issa's birthday well he was there and he well he bought her a gift like, yeah, after he I, saw her there. I know, but st- it's the effort. Whatever. I don't want them to get back together. I just need them to be really good I friends. I think they could be really good friends. Yeah. And I don't know how satisfied I will be with that situation because it's something about his smile. Like, when he, like, was looking at her and he, like, kind of cheesed a little bit, I'm like, oh, they so cute. That's what I, that's what I felt like. Okay. I like them together. But then I like Daniel and I like his chocolateness. Okay. But either one. I don't know about Nathan and his... Yeah. I don't know about Nathan right now. Okay. Um. So, yes, they go to the, the movie in the park. Mm-hmm. And they are showing The Last Dragon. And you know I need to, like, find The Last Dragon. Yeah. Because I haven't watched it in so long. And me I and haven't my, watched it in forever. I know. But me and my sister always, like, call each Show other us. and sing... I found a place. I finally found a place. I know. But, yes. Mm-hmm. I was like that part of the movie and um so i'm gonna find it i'm gonna watch it and i'm gonna talk to my sister mm-hmm. um i absolutely love that kelly y'all was should just do like that Shona. on facetime we should that'll be cute i might do that tonight 
Yeah, find it and both of y'all watch it on FaceTime. Yes, but I have to do Who's the Master Show Enough with Javetta because our senior year. Can't you do like three people on FaceTime? I don't know. I don't have. Uh, I don't know. I've never tried it, but I have to do Show Enough with Javetta because our senior year in high school, she used to have like a big curly weave Mm -hmm. and people used to call her Show Enough. Mm, but it was that's funny a cute, right that's a cute look that's a cute little nickname though Shona <laughs> next time I see Javette I'm gonna be like Shona <laughs> so I love that Kelly was dressed like Shona mm-hmm. with her red pants and her hair I was like y'all are fully in character yeah she's yes. always extra I she love is. it and her screaming out at that guy I was like what is she doing <laughs> You never know what Kelly's going to do. She is absolutely my favorite character. I love it. I do. I do. She will be hating on her, talking about, oh, well, let me tell you what I did discover, though. I never realized she, like, I think Kelly's beautiful. I love her. I love everything about her. But I didn't realize her forehead was so her big. Her forehead is big. I noticed I, that. I noticed that on this episode. I'm like, dang, her forehead. Dang, her forehead's big. It was like, did you cut your hair back? Uh, yeah, this is another story of how I tried to grow a forehead as as a middle schooler. I shaved my edges all no, the way. You did. Yes, I did no, because you didn't. I and I didn't realize it was gonna be white under there. So I felt like that's what had happened to Kelly at some point. So, you know, I really feel like Kelly's like my sister in my head. Like, she's super cool. I would hang out with her. So I'm like, dang, did she do the same thing I did in middle no, school to her hair didn't grow back? Normally when they show her, though, she either has a bang or yeah. like a couple of hairs in the front. So this was like all of all it kind exposed. of being back. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh. But we still love you, Kelly, girl. Yeah, we love you. I absolutely <laughs> adore you. Like, I would hang out with you, girl. We could kick it like. You are my favorite. Yes, definitely. Yes. So Molly goes to the popcorn stand or the concession stand and she sees the guy from first season Mm -hmm. who told her that, you know, a a guy went down on him and he didn't like it and she couldn't get over it. Right. I would kind of be like, I don't know about that. But anyway, Uh, I I thought I chopped it up as curiosity. I should. I did as well. You know, it's cliche because like if girls do it you know they get a pass they do dudes don't get a pass like that some girls get a pass i know of somebody who they have went that way but they never told a fiance that they had and like if she would have told him well they didn't get married anyway but if she would have told him then that would have been that that's so, normally like every man's fantasy, though. It's their fantasy if they in on it, but if they not in on it, nah, that ain't their fantasy. You done fantasy. been with a girl? No. I, I don't know. I don't know. I would think that every man would be good with that. But, you know, like, men don't get passes like that. Like, they can't just say, oh, I did X, Y, and Z. Exactly. Whoop-de-woo with a dude. Mm-hmm. And you be like, no, uh-uh. We can't do that. Yeah. But you know, there's an experimental phase. There is. I totally agree. They just can't talk about it. That's bad. They can't air it out. Nah. But you know, it is what it is. <laughs> so yeah. So she saw him, and they were, you know, catching up. He done made it to regional mm-hmm. manager at Iraq. Right. And um, so when his a guy comes up, and she just automatically thought it was mm-hmm. his boyfriend. So she just awkwardly ran away which she didn't even have to do that it wasn't like he was even trying to check for her you know she's extra i know i just be wanting to shake her 
Yeah. So they go back and Lawrence comes over, is talking to Issa, wishes her happy birthday. And um, she tells him that, you know, she's kind of putting the business on the mm-hmm. side since, did, you know. Did you see the disappointment in his eyes? Yeah. Like he really was like really disappointed. And Molly, that's how you should look. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, he's really into her. And I think I was thinking he's going to be very supportive of her and help her along the way. Yes, definitely. But I'm glad she ended up going like they took her there so she could see that things Mm -hmm. like this can really happen. So it's good that Molly staved off Nansford, Mm -hmm. you know, in the beginning. How did you feel about that? We all over the place, I know. I know. And that's fine because that's how we talk. And I know know that there's a lot of girlfriends and guys, they probably do it too. They talk like that. Mm -hmm. I felt like that wasn't her place. Mm -hmm. I know that like I'm trying to like I try to look at a person's intentions versus their actions. Mm -hmm. So her intentions was to save her friend from being hurt. She Mm -hmm. had seen her friend mope around, walk around with that trench coat and her pajamas over his house. And so she was trying to save her friend. But at the same time. That wasn't your damn business. No. So, I get what you were trying to do, but at the same time, that really wasn't your place. I agree. It wasn't her place. However, if it were I and I saw him approaching and I knew we were about to go out for the birthday, I would have said, hey, why don't you come back tomorrow? We are about to go celebrate her birthday. I don't want to bring her down. Right. I don't want to hurt her feelings or have her even thinking Thinking about about you coming back. That can completely ruin or even, you know, every time he comes around, you notice she drifts away. Mm -hmm. And so... I understood that's why she may have not said that. Maybe that was her intention. That's why she didn't say anything. But that's just really not her place. Yeah. But you like come back later, you know, give me your number. I'll text you when she's yes. headed home. And you yes. come over and you do whatever you do. Because I'm thinking, like, what if he would have, like, went out and got killed or something and he would have never been able, like, she would always be thinking, like, yes. what happened? Where did he go? Mm-hmm. Like, because she was really, like, yeah talking dude yeah like she was on one and i was mad at her like i'm gonna need you to get your life together you doing too much mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah she just she could have handled that in a different way and then i also would have after we got back it, i know it can't didn't come out the way she i don't even know if she would have said something um, had they not been arguing. But I once we got back, I would have said, hey, I saw him coming. I still want to take you out for your birthday. I want you to have a good time. I want you Explain to have yourself. a good time. You know, but I did let him know to reach out to you tomorrow. Or if you want to reach out, do it. However you feel this is going to work for you. But no, it didn't. Molly couldn't you do know, that. <laughs> have you ever thought, I'm not, I don't know if jealousy is the right word, but you know, everything was kind of off with her Andrew mm-hmm. drove she wasn't really in a good dating situation her situation at work mm-hmm. do you think she just was kind of feeling a little salty about Issa in the situation I understand like I'm I feel like there was a little bit of jealousy or saltiness or some kind of negative feeling toward mm-hmm. that situation and that's why she did it not really looking out for her friends I mean, it could be because, I mean, at the end of the day, Molly is all about self and building self up. So she may not have liked that Issa, you know, had been seeing somebody. You know what? I bet bet she has nightmares a lot. She might. Her feet probably be burning. Thinking back in all the seasons outside of Lawrence, she really has never really 
liked anybody. No, not at all. Has dated. So you you own the sum there. Something is just not quite right. Because yeah. even okay, and it's not that. And it, it's more than one way. Like even how she came at her with her her entrepreneur idea, mm-hmm. she like slicked hate on her about that. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like there's always like an underlining rift or negativity within that relationship. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you don't look at it like that because you're like, oh, she's got she's got it going on. Like she is the girl. Mm-hmm. Like she dresses like amazing. Mm-hmm. Her hair's always fly. Like. Her personality, I can't really. She's okay. Mm-hmm. She could. That's the area of her life that she really needs to try to work on, because she's a little sensitive and a little bitchy a little bit. So she needs to work on those things. So I just wonder, like, where does that stem from? I have no idea. Maybe there's got to be a backstory somewhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll they'll start peeling off those layers. Because remember, I always told you, like, when it comes to the show, it's like so many undefined things. Mm-hmm. Like I got. I'm going to go back and watch the show. That's what I'm going to do for my life for a little while. I'm going to pick all that stuff apart. So I don't got nothing else to do on Sundays at 9 o'clock. That's true. You can just binge watch all the seasons. No, I just want to binge watch this one season because I got some issues with her. Okay. Because there's nothing that she could be threatened by, though. I don't think so. But some people kind of, and we all know this in friendships, like it's always one person who may be jealous of another one. Like that whole competition in friendships. So maybe that could kind of be. I don't heard that. Dynamic. I just feel like everybody stays in their same lane. I feel that as well, but I mean, we know people in friendships where it's competition, yeah, for no reason. I'm so. gonna get me a Louis bag, and I'm gonna get me this, and and tip for tat, and yeah, I guess that works. Yeah, so maybe Molly is like, I'm gonna be the friend that's on top. <laughs> you know, maybe you think they competed to get married. I don't think nobody's I know. competing with Tiffany though. Nobody's no. competing with Tiffany to have a baby no. and a family. Nobody. No. no. So I don't know if that their friend dynamic is set up like that. I don't, I don't know. think so. But it may be too. We gotta put, peel yeah. back those layers. Yeah. Maybe I do need to go back to season one. Yeah. Just to give me something to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, so we're going back to the picnic because Chad was there <laughs> with his purse. So Chad okay. has fiance has taken him back after all of his begging and watching Project Runway and making A line skirts, and um, Lord Jesus. <laughs> so uh, on a good day, I don't think Chad is really feeling like he did anything wrong. No. His whole point of view is, I just don't want to start over again. <sighs> so. I'm wondering are they gonna show them getting married next? I wanna I see his fiance. So. I don't I don't think so. I don't think he's gonna make it. I think he's gonna cheat again. He probably he's will. so self absorbed. He really is. He really is. But I still wanna see his fiance. Like they have never showed her. I wanna see this lady. Like, who chooses Chad? Because <laughs> he is so shady. <laughs> <laughs> he's a donkey to the core. He is. He is. That's why he's so entertaining. <laughs> I get irritated with him. I'd be like, why don't you sit down? I'm glad he. they only show him in clips because by the time the clip's over, I've already reached my tolerance. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> like, why are you here again? Who invited you? That's how I feel. Who invited you? Lawrence. Stop inviting him, Lawrence. And then I wonder how are they friends? 
how does that happen? So different. Yeah, yeah. Like who's in church talking about? Ooh, look at that B over there. She fine. Like what? And then get saved. That's that's chat. <laughs> Don't save her. She don't want to be safe. Okay, so so we get back to the house, and Molly and Issa are having birthday drinks. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, they're talking, and Molly pretty much let it slip that um, Nansford came by, but she stopped him. And Issa pretty much, she goes off. Yeah, she's like, you see me pondering over this dude and And me being in my feelings and having dreams, my teeth falling out and everything I done been through and you don't tell me nothing? Yes, like I don't cut people off like you do, you know? That That was wrong. Yes, it was. Well, we've already pretty much yes. talked about that. Yes, and then I and liked, then the flowers were pretty too. The flowers were pretty, mm-hmm. and I definitely like how Issa called Molly out not only about her relationship life but her work life. Like, yeah. how are you? How is you? You know, fighting your way to the top in the way that you have. Like, what is that going to look like when you finally get to the no, top? No, you're going to be up there lonely. Yep, all by yourself. All by yourself. No friends. Mm-hmm. No associates. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Because. And you see how dude deal with, deal with her. Yes. He but I hope I'm not. And teamed up with the women. Right. So it's just her by herself on her island. Mm-hmm. Her, her sister's going to talk to her, but that's about it. She's she going to talk to her because she has to talk to her. But that's it. Yeah, that's all. Mm-hmm. That's all. Like, I, I don't, well, I get Molly's point of view and like men always do this. This is how they rise to the top. But you, nobody likes that. You so just you started can, working there. You just started working there. You could have been a team player and shined and learned being something. a team player. And she could have learned a lot yes, about the organization, the how the organization yes. works, proper procedures, mm-hmm. policies, and you know, like all that. And then been not, nece- not necessarily policies and procedures for the company, but like the networking, like yes. how everything the flows. Yes. The culture. That's the word mm-hmm. I was looking for. She. She makes me sick. Yes, yes. Well, hopefully, because by the by the end of the episode, she did reach out to Andrew with his long flowing locks. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, Andrew. I saw a picture of him on social media. I was like, okay, I see you. Okay, you looking kind of cute. Did you with say little... finish him? I I didn't. I said finish him once I saw his long flowing locks. See, I didn't. I didn't. Um, I didn't showed you the vision. I now know. you see it. I know. But I love but he, he looked really locks. nice and his lips was like popping, not popping like in a girly way, but he just looked, they was glistening or something. Okay. I was feeling it. Okay. Well, she did at least call and apologize and let him know that she's been going through some things. So How, that that apology was so hard for her to say. Uh, it was. Uh, and I don't uh, understand why. Because <laughs> she thinks she's perfect. <laughs> but several people have told her she isn't. <laughs> She knows she ain't perfect. She just hadn't. She just don't want to like. She hasn't had the aha moment. Yeah. So I just. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe the aha moment is slowly coming. And she really needs to be honest with her therapist about everything that's going on. I don't think she realizes everything that's going on. Probably not. Probably I don't think she realizes what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like whatever. a lot of people don't. They don't yeah. know what that is. Because mm-hmm. they haven't stepped outside of, they themselves. haven't looked at themselves. Yeah. 
But I feel like what Issa said did like strike a chord with her. So I'm hoping going into the next season, she really opens up to her therapist and she needs to have like a powwow at work just to kind of get all of that back. Yeah. And just say, you know, I came here from another organization and these, this is how this it was. How it was mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that when I, I was ruffling feathers, mm-hmm. like I didn't, I didn't, I got off to a, a, a bad start. And if you all could forgive me and let's start over, I'm sorry if I offended anybody, humble pie, yes. eat it and enjoy it. Yeah. Get two forks if you need to. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. go on about your business. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, vulnerability is hard for some people. It is. I totally agree. I, I know, girl. Mm-hmm. I know all too well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what did you think of Nansford's apology? Well, I was very shocked that he was that vulnerable and he was shook up like, I would have never thought that he could be that person. Like he was really in his feelings and he was different, Mm -hmm. very emotional. Like I thought he was going to break down and cry. Like Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be like (laughs) at any moment. That's what I was, that's how it played out in my head. Okay. And so I was just like, and and Issa warranted she deserved to do whatever she did, but I, I was very she handled it. Very she handled well. it very well, and I was very surprised because mm-hmm. I thought she was gonna like hug him and be like, "Oh, I'm glad you're back. Let's go have dinner or something." You know, that's what I expected. But I she was, was really get some booty. That too, <laughs> but the, I, at least you got to feed her first. No, I just really thought they was gonna go into the apartment and get it. I was hoping he was going to feed it first because at least she deserves a meal. Okay. So, but you know, she was just like really hurt. She crossed them, them arms yep. up. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's a move right there. That's closed off. She ain't mm-hmm. trying to, I was like, okay, girl, I see mm-hmm. you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I just, and she was like, I just need some time. And I was like, oh, you need time. You ain't never found a line. You need some time. What but you she need? Does, she didn't need it. She needed the time, yeah. obviously. So I was like, okay, like, and when he walked off, I was like, dang, she let him go. Yeah. No, she going to run after him. No, go get him. Not really go get him, but mm-hmm. I was just thinking that that's what she was saying in her mind. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let him go. And she was like, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I'm about to take all this stuff out of these boxes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, you go, girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was proud of her in that moment because mm-hmm. I thought she was just going to go back to that because she had really missed him. He really hurt her. He did. And it was in such a short amount of time, but I just feel like he was a breath of fresh air. He was for a her. breath of fresh air. Like he got her started and, you know, planning the event and got her I feel like he job. really got her. I feel like they connected yeah. on a different level. And when you meet somebody like that, when you connect with them, you feel like that's your soul. I like your soul. So mate. I can understand why she was, she was so very hurt. hurt from it. Yeah. And she was hurt from Molly because she felt like Molly should know that that's like her person. Mm-hmm. And you deny me that fact just for whatever you wanted mm-hmm. me to do. And then he comes back and he brought me the flowers and he wanted to apologize, but he was very vulnerable. I felt like he was vulnerable and very sincere. Now I, I don't know whether or not I would continue on with him but I would at least take what he said to be the truth. I felt like it was the truth. I, I felt too. like it was very honest. And yeah. He was very transparent. Um, 
but my concern is it, even if it is some type of mental illness, I have dated a guy with mental illness. He was actually bipolar and it is very hard to do. Obviously yes. it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like if that's the case, like how often is he going to do that? How often is yeah. he going to snap even with feeling. meds? Yeah. yeah. And it could be anything that could trigger for him. It was, Maybe his meds wasn't, re- well, I know his meds wasn't regulated, girl, because you know when I moved here, he ended up in a psychiatric hospital and he was talking about he wanted to marry me. I'm thinking, you can't get out. you somewhere <laughs> else right now. So, um, you know, it's something very hard to deal with. And mm-hmm. even though you feel like that's your person, like your soul is tied to this mm-hmm. person, like it's very difficult to ha- have and maintain mm-hmm. a healthy relationship if the medicine isn't quite right, yeah. even though when they're great, they're great and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But when they're not, it's very hurtful. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. We'll see next year. Maybe he year. can get some, you know, some talk therapy and really invest in himself and get it together. Cause there are people who have mental illness who function, mm-hmm. you know, as normal as they can be or mm-hmm. close to normal. Mm-hmm. Shoot. We got a president. Mm. I shouldn't have said that, but you know. that ain't my president. I said we. Ha- he is still the president no. of the United States. He's not America. my president. Well, we don't have any. I didn't vote for his ass. I didn't either, but that's <laughs> not the point. The point is, is that I don't claim him, <laughs> girl. If if we need an official letter from the United States of America, his name is gonna be on it. So he. I don't accept that. It ain't nobody else to accept. Okay. Barack Obama is he still in Hawaii or he he back because he's been kicking it last time I saw anything of Barack Obama they were at Beyonce's concert yeah, that was some. Um, I don't know where they at. They, they kicking it. They ain't thinking about us. No, they on. A, they hitting the pavement to get oh, people they sure at the boat. Are. Yeah. They sure are. Cause they like y'all gotta stop this. I mess. know. I know. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, let's get on mar- marriage medicine. medicine. Okay. Well, I'm I'm gonna miss you and secure. We'll see you again. I know. Next Come year. Back. Next, next August. <laughs> but you know what I've realized with this show and Sex in the City, it's like a staple for yep, our, for us, for us mm-hmm. because it's been like Sex in the City was when we were like in our mm-hmm. early teens, maybe Late teens, early twenties. Yeah, and then we have this show in our yeah. I don't want to talk about the age thing because you know I don't want to get up. But we have this show, and I hope it never goes away. Like, you do want to get old. I, yeah, I don't want to, like, okay. die, but, you know. <laughs> but I hope it never goes away. I need to stay on the air. I give it two more seasons. I can't take it. She that. already has an end date, so she knows when it's going to end. So I, I give it two more seasons. It's kind of like Girlfriends. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, at least we know this isn't going to end abruptly like Girlfriends, because we never got closure for that. No, or half but half. I feel like it should have never ended for us. No, it shouldn't have. Oh, well. That's, you know, but TV. That's TV. But we'll miss you. Yes. But we're going to keep watching, and I'm going to peel back the layers to this onion and figure this all out. Yes. Okay, so let's get into Mary to Madison. Um, I like that Quad came and talked to Jackie. I love that That was Quad. necessary came and talked to Jackie because I'm weird about Clyde. Yes. Even though she be on some weird talking kind of stuff, she needs she needs somebody that she can 
that can embrace her. Mm -hmm. She needs a really good embrace and a hug. She needs to be able to lay down with somebody and get in that fetal position and just cry Mm -hmm. and know that she's safe in that position. And Jackie is a perfect person for that because she knows where she's been. Like play by play. Like people knew about her husband Mm -hmm. and that chick. It's, you know, I don't, they ain't never say nothing about dude's penis being small. But other than that, they in the same spot. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if they get back together, they'd be like, oh, she got back with that dude. And he got mm-hmm. a small little dinky dink. So I'm just saying that's embarrassing too. So, but, you know, it's, it ain't about the, the size of the ocean. It's the motion in the ocean. But anyway, so I'm glad that she was there and helped her through that she had somebody to talk to. Yes. She had a comforting spot. Yes. Yes. And it was one of the ladies. Yes. And I figured that would have been the person who she would have went to. That was the perfect person yeah. for her to go to. Because I wouldn't go to... Even though I like Dr. Simone... Now, sometimes she's she a little just, harsh. She's too harsh. Mm-hmm. And I wonder why she's so hard like that. I wonder that myself. Because she's even like that at home. And I think it's because... I think she's been hurt so much that she's just hurt... You know, hurt people hurt people. That's true. And so, maybe that's why she's so harsh. Because she's still in pain. Because she hasn't got the results that she needs. So, maybe when she gets better, she'll soften up a little bit. Because she's guarding her heart. Okay. So, I think that that's the perfect person. I don't think Simone that guarded. I really just think she... Mean. I don't think she mean. But as far as her and Cecil... Like, I feel like in listening to her, like she, she values being independent. I could and not I'm believe like, that. She was like, and I'm going to have to go through therapy to have people move back in my house. Uh-huh. Your son and your, like and the your, dog. Yes. That dog is something else. You need to stay off the table. But your husband and your kid, yeah, like your family moving back, back in, in the house. I was taken aback by that. Yes. That like, I had to like clench my pearls like what exactly exactly i'm like what is she what's really going on i that's what i'd be wondering i'm just saying something going on (laughs) and it makes me go back to question like does she really want to be married i don't i think she likes having freedom because she had been married so long but you don't have a choice to stop being a mom you're going to be a mom for the rest of your life period that is a blessing because mm-hmm. some people lose their kids at various stages in their life. Like, And then the fact that your kids are going to hear that playback on TV. Yeah. And I don't think that was her intention. No, probably not. She was just talking. But there's some truth to that. Yeah. I hate to say it, you know, because I've, I've like met people who have been in relationships for a long time and had kids. And when they're gone, they feel like, oh, I can finally you know, develop a new life. I can Mm -hmm. do this. I can do that. And true enough, her kids are almost grown, Mm -hmm. but they still need to know that you're their mom and you're going to have a bag. Well, I don't think her kids don't think that she doesn't have their bag. It seems like she has a good relationship with them. Yeah. When she comes around after she done got off work, it's sometimes she's there. She don't even live in a house with them. No. Like, but since Cecil got laid off from his job, like it's they're going to be at the main house now. Right. So that only makes sense. Yeah. I mean, they shouldn't have never been in two separate houses to mm. begin with. I just didn't. I've never understood that. No, you better go in that other room. Yeah. I don't care about, you know, the school system and being close to work. Then y'all need to just find a whole new house 
to be closer to work. Right. And figure out school. Like, they okay. It's private schools everywhere. So, you yeah. need to uh, catch a Lyft or Uber to the school special transfer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, that kind of took me aback. But, anyway. So, what did you think about Quiet not answering the phone when she was talking to Jackie? Okay. It's one thing to be upset with your husband, right? But don't do that in front of people. Yeah. That bothered me. Like, Mm -hmm. she was like, she just completely blew him off. And she was like, uh, she was really, she was very rude. And he was being vulnerable by even checking to see where Mm -hmm. she is. And it was almost like she was taking advantage of that moment. Mm -hmm. So... I was just like, why is she talking to him like that? Mm-hmm. Like, she don't even talk to her dogs like that. Mm-hmm. And they can't even really understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Except for them commands that they know. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's mean. Mm-hmm. She was really mean to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't feel like but that. But she, she's angry. Like I said, hurt people hurt people. That is true. I couldn't understand that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it. It wasn't like she was on set or anything like that. Like, she was sitting there talking to Jackie. Jackie understood that she would have answered the phone. So, I didn't see why she had to first ignore the call and then have an attitude. When she did answer. When she did just answer. Didn't, just don't answer. Text him back that general message, I'm busy, I'll call you back. Mm-hmm. And then had a conversation in the car mm-hmm. on Bluetooth where it's better. Mm-hmm. And turn it all the way up so it's extra loud in his ear if mm-hmm. he wanted to be mean. Not mean, but... I just don't like when people are mean, mean, mean like that in mm-hmm. front of other people. Mm-hmm. So th- that was did did, he, did she say that she was did she acknowledge that she was talking to Jackie or she just answered the phone? What would you like, Gregory? She, yeah, that's how she. I don't even think she said that she was meeting with okay. Jackie. Yeah. So he doesn't know until the show comes. Yeah, on. yeah. And so the men met up and I. I so I love when the men get together. I know. And I really want to get some of Eugene's fried fish or little shrimp. Whatever seafood he was frying, I want some of that. Yeah. You know I'm on this whole fish kick. I can eat fish every day. I know. All day. I know. Them poor little fish. I be feeling bad when I eat them, but they taste so good. Why do you feel bad? Because, you know, I'm trying to be animal free, but I done found me a, a little... Fish is not an animal. It's a, a fish. But, you know, fish was in the Bible. And I can eat that. I tell myself that. But, girl, I had a fish sandwich from Bones the other day. It was good. I've never it had was yesterday. fish. I always go there and get chicken. Get the chicken wings. The honey hot. Mm. Bones is good. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I don't remember what he was frying. I just was, like, I when I see the men together, I'm totally engaged on their relationship dynamic. Yeah. Like they are really there Good to friends. build each other up and support each other. It's what? not catty, but men are what? catty anyway. So some men are catty, mm-hmm. but their relationship is solid. More mm-hmm. so, I would like more of that from the women. Yes, we ain't gonna get that. Mm-hmm. Now that's a, a group of women who compete. Yes, very much so, and it's completely dysfunctional. But we ain't talking about that right now. I know. But I really like, and you know, they were like genuinely concerned. Like, no, how are you exactly. doing? And it was a warm place for him to like feel vulnerable and talk. Mm -hmm. And it was good to see him out with the guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's good that they're not all like, well, I got to stand here in solidarity with my wife and not like you. You know, like they still maintain Even though Eugene was like, 
He ain't did nothing to me. Exactly. He cool with me. <laughs> and Toya was kind of like, like she she has a problem with him mm-hmm. being friends with him. So I wonder how that's going to roll out throughout the season. Well, I mean, because you know she has an influence over him. Yes, she to does. a certain extent. But I mean, at the end of the day, when Eugene has had enough of Toya, he lets he it be known. Her. He checks yeah. her. So I worried about that. Okay, can, can we go back a little? Well, never mind. I'm skipping ahead. I had to think about the way the show went. But let's keep going about the guys talking. Okay, I for, kind of forgot. I know the guys were talking to Cecil about how they were, you know, trying to talk to him during the reunion show. I kind of checked out when they were talking to Eugene. So what did they say? They were talking to Eugene? Not Eugene. Um, Quiet's husband, Dr. G. They were just pretty much asking him how he was doing and where were they at in the relationship. And he was pretty much explaining their situation. And they ain't getting nowhere. Okay. They ain't getting nowhere. Okay. I think they just stalling. Okay. So what you think about Toya and Eugene building this $2 million Okay. House? That's where I wanted to skip to. But I said that I was going to wait till we got there. Okay. Okay. So the inner Dave Ramsey lover in me is like why they have two kids two kids kids, right two kids and i know two nine thousand square feet right and so i'm like i'm a person who likes to look at big homes but i never want i don't have a desire in my heart to have a big home because i'm thinking you gotta clean it you gotta heat it you gotta cool it they're expensive However, I wish I had a house that kind of was like a, a RV. You know how the rooms pop out on the side mm-hmm. when you have guests and you can put them back? That's the only reason why I would want a big house if I have a lot of social gatherings and a huge family so everyone can have their space. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it when you get out of debt and you aren't working. You are not helping to provide your husband you're not helping him provide all this stuff for you. And he's out here breaking his back in a sense to provide this stuff. Why do you have to start there? Could $900,000 not do it? Could $850,000? Like, let's just keep going back. Like, why do you have to have that much house? And then I start thinking about everybody's house. And even though they say Dr. Heavenly's house is not appealing, whatever. But then I'm thinking about Jackie and Curtis. They don't have all that stuff. They don't. And I know their kids are small, but there's only two of them. Mm -hmm. So technically, they could have a three-bedroom house and everybody would have a space. Mm -hmm. And maybe have like a a large family room or a theater room. And I know in Atlanta, you have to keep it up. Keep up with the Joneses. You really don't, but yeah. In their minds. Yes. I'm trying to like, you know, I try to understand crazy mm-hmm. when I don't quite get it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, so could you not scale it down to like a five bedroom home in a really nice neighborhood? Mm-hmm. Like, why do you have to have all of that? That way you can have a spot for your guests to sleep. You have some extra rooms. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, I, I don't understand that. And you could still have your basement mm-hmm. with your beautiful, your beautiful closet. I'm not going to lie. I would want a closet like that. I'm not going to trip because I saw one with an elevator and oh, I was. Yeah, the one we went to the home show last year. Exactly. It was pretty. It was, it was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt like that is what I deserve in life. And I, I could have a three bedroom house with a closet that that's goes. Two levels. That's two levels. And I'll feel like I won with a really nice bare claw tub. Like, mm-hmm. 
I won't need nothing else for the rest of my life. I don't think. Mm-hmm. But I just don't understand why they can't scale it back. I, I have questions because they moved out of the first, the main home that they had built and they are renting their current home. So why wouldn't they just go back? Because they hadn't sold the other house. Why wouldn't they just move back into that house? Maybe, maybe it's people in there and they just want something. I, I mean, that because they keep making it like it's their forever home. And I'm like, but you had everything you needed in the other home. Like, why wouldn't you wait till the lease ran out and not renew the lease with your renters in the other house and just move back in your other house? That's, that's my they thought process. They just want something new, I guess. I guess. That could be. And she wants that closet. But you can. Maybe if they don't have a basement, they, they can't make that happen. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I do not get the dynamic of their decision making at all. I just don't get it. I And I try to understand it as when they were in debt, like they created a budget. So obviously with him getting promoted, that is more money. I feel like they're still budgeting. And he said they budgeted for a $2 million house. So I feel like Obviously, it's in their budget, but I would still not want a $2 million house. I would want, if I was at that level, I would be fine with, in Atlanta, a house that was $500,000. But this is what I think of. Even though you're fine with it, you don't, even if you can afford it, that doesn't mean Mean, you have to have it. Exactly. So if something were to happen, if somebody got sick or if If he couldn't couldn't work or if he just decided one day, I don't want to be a doctor. I want to be a professional golfer and I'm going to chase my dream on being a golfer. They don't have that option because they got this mortgage to pay for or their whole family's out in the, Mm -hmm. like that is a huge bill and that is your home. Mm -hmm. So you have to have somewhere to stay. Mm -hmm. So that's why I said I would go with a $500,000 house. And if I could afford a $2 million house, I would pay on my $500,000 mortgage as if I had a $2 million house. And pay it and off. And pay it off. And then what? <laughs> then what do you do? Have money. You have money, Toya. <laughs> you have money to buy whatever you want to buy. Because I feel like if my husband was working like that, I would feel bad that I'm not physically contributing to I know you can make his lunch and make his life cushy but he's working that hard you know well now I mean he has a promotion so in the previous episode he was saying now I don't have to work like that and she was like yeah I don't want you to so that's not he's still he's still out of the house working he's not having drinks with his friends during the day you know she's like kicking it well, I mean, if he's okay with that, if they are okay with that, it's not a pro- it's a problem to you. It's a problem, but it's not a problem for them. It's a problem because she could make it a lot. She could encourage him to scale it back because he wants her to be happy. Well, she when he took the only her, thing that he got excited about is that daggone outdoor kitchen, and so she he tried fry his fish right, and she tried to pick that apart. Let him have what he he going to have because he don't work for it. Well, I will say in the previous episode, he showed her a house that was know, way yeah, out of budget. So they, of budget. they are on the same page of staying within the budget. I so just say, don't ever get back in that situation if you can prevent it. You know? I feel like on a good day, that's not a decision that I would make. But I feel like since they have been through 
being in that type of debt and know how to budget to not be in it. I feel like if they want to get a $2 million house, I guess that's fine. Some I wouldn't do, but... Yes, they're like... Yeah. Maybe Bravo helps them pay for it. I'm sure they get yeah. Yeah, they get paid for the show. That's her job. That is her job. So, to be Bansy yeah. Toya and not have nothing else to do but to torment her friends in a sense because you in your feelings about why you didn't call me because you don't have nothing to do i feel like you'd be housewife shaming to you <laughs> she don't she, no she i am all about you know what i my goal in life was to be a housewife until i had to go on medical leave and be in the house for six weeks and i couldn't take it mm-hmm. i don't I don't think it's anything wrong with being a housewife. I just feel like she's selfish Mm -hmm. and she's self-centered and she's not like, like, I don't really see her doing a lot for other people, even though she's at home. Mm -hmm. I never, I know that she probably, maybe she just decided not to have her kids on there, Mm -hmm. but I just don't feel like she's doing anything for the greater good other than for Toya. And that's what bothers me. May not show in the show. Because they want to make it look right. Right, like, that's her role. Yeah. She's been scripted and edited to look that way. Yeah. But that's what I see. And I just like, really? <sighs> I don't know. Last season ch- took a turn for me with Toya. Okay. And then this season with Contessa. Yeah. That kind of rubbed me the wrong way, too. Mm-hmm. And maybe she'll redeem herself and I'll be like, oh, Toya, you my yeah. friend again. Yeah. Like, me and her were friends when um her and Contessa was at the little... um. Um, Finity fit or what was the it? Fit me. Fit, fit me. Mm-hmm. We were friends. I was like, oh, they work really well together. Mm-hmm. Like I was impressed. So I have like a bipolar type of relationship with Toya. Okay. Okay. I, I understand. <laughs> and I, I was, I was team Toya when she was like, this is too much money for this house. Yeah. We need to scale it back. I was like, oh, she's not selfish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She tried to cut the... I mean, they're saying she can cut out of that closet yeah. in order to make his dreams come true because yeah. he's the one working for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. I bet you it's going to be pretty once it's done. Oh, I know it's going to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's get on Contessa. Contessa. So they went to the doctor for to talk about having the mastectomy. And the good thing is she not, she not losing her nipples. They're still going to, they're going to cut it to where she won't lose those. So that's good. I I just think that the whole situation is pretty disheartening for me. Mm-hmm. And I know she's got to do whatever she's got to do. But for her to get the call and she's got like a day, a day to make that decision was very, she's really strong. Mm-hmm. Just to say, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And then the highlight of that is I get to keep my nipples. Yeah. And so she she's she's a trooper. She is. She's she's a real trooper. She mm-hmm. has some serious strength. And mm-hmm. I can really respect that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Between that and the way she flipped that baby up when it was choking, mm-hmm. I knew she was my girl. Oh, my gosh. Did you see when she was pushing a baby on the swing and they were talking about death? <laughs> I cracked up. The baby was like, I don't want. And so I think she's preparing them for her dad or even for her. You know, she's just, you know, having a real conversation with them. And you got to do that. You got to do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because little kids get blindsided by it. I know nobody really talked to me about death. Mm -hmm. And I wish someone would have shared it with me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even though I went to a lot of funerals, I didn't really get the concept. Okay. 
yeah, you didn't get the conversation beforehand. Like, yeah. this is why and this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know? I could, yeah. Yeah. So, I absolutely love, and you know I really don't care for Mariah, but I like her dynamic with her daughter. Mm-hmm. And then she took her to the lady doctor. I know. And she, she asked some very mature questions. She did. I think she is adorable. Mm-hmm. I think she is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, she was just really, I feel like that they are going to have a really good relationship. Mm-hmm. And... I really like the fact that she delivered her and now she's going to. Yeah. I was like, that's that like never, ha- like that never happened. And like Mariah got up on the table and put her feet in them stirrups. I was like, if my mom would have taken me to the actual gynecologist to like explain everything before, she probably would have done that. Cause yeah. my mom was very open yeah, very, about everything. Yeah. I love so I know she would have did that. Um, I'm glad that her daughter's experience will be, from the person who delivered her, like a right. good friend a to good, the family. Yeah, and she's probably going to keep it, she's going to keep it real with her. Yes. And she's going to be completely, like they can have a great parent relationship. Mm-hmm. Not parent, a patient relationship. Yes. And she can't go back into her mama nothing. Yes, but you know that Simone would still give her good advice. Exactly. And trust and that. And trust that yes. and know that your child is in good hands. Exactly. I can't say that because I don't have a, a friend that's a doctor like mm-hmm. that that I could say, hey, mm-hmm. I need you to talk to little big guy about balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm just like, like, what do you talk? Mm-hmm. I have no idea what you can talk to a little, like a male child about mm-hmm. life. Like mm-hmm. that. So they could talk about basketball. I guess so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just think that that was really good to have somebody yeah. in your circle like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I really wish we had a doctor friend. I know. Nobody yeah. ever get that. Mm. Oh, I'm a doctor in my head. I think I'm a doctor. Yeah. I mean, I can. My mom thinks she's a doctor. Yeah. That's <laughs> those. Are, I guess that's who you would have talked to, Lady D. I mean, I feel like I talk to Lady D as my mom. Like, I know I will talk to her because I talk to her now on her level about mm-hmm. different things. Like, she knows where a baby comes from. She's asked me, how does it get there? I haven't explained that yet. I mm-hmm. just say, you know, mommy and daddy loved each other so much you came. But she knows where the baby comes from. Mm-hmm. She knows that she was breastfed. <laughs> um, she probably remembers that because she had a hard time getting off the I creamy know. crack. I know she did. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if she walk in there one night while you sleep. Be like one more time, Mama. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> she, I have somewhat explained to her what a period is. Mm-hmm. That's I'll, good. I'll ask her to give me a panty liner, and she's like, "Well, what do you need this for?" And I'll be like, "To protect my panties." And she's like, "Well, why do you need to protect your panties?" I was like, "Well, sometimes once a month." Mommy bleeds, and when you bleed, that means you can have babies. You're such a good mom, because my she'd mom be like, "Oh, nobody wow. told me that. <laughs> nobody told me that. Nobody told me any of that. Nothing. No, I just went to camp, and I thought I was done. Okay. Well, I know my experience was not that. Like, yeah, I didn't know nothing about that. But then the people at camp pretty much told me what I'm supposed to do, and mm-hmm. then I start using everybody else's stuff and then they figured out dang where all my pads go mm-hmm. well then they was like you know tanisha you've been using my pads i was like yeah i started my i started this thing and i'm leaking 
It was just very traumatic. You didn't, they didn't give you those little books in your pediatrician's office? No. Well, I mean, again, my mom was very forthright. Right. Like, so it I wasn't a big deal. Like, she, I gave her a pad in the bathroom. Like, we had a very open-door bathroom didn't. policy. We didn't So, that. even when I went to the pediatrician, like, they had books about, you know, starting your period and what to expect. So, I would read that. I had discussions with my friends about it. Like, we were excited, mm-hmm. you know. No, none of that. And then the crazy thing about it, my cousin, my older cousin, she got her period before I did. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they were, it was like kind of a secret in the family. I was mm-hmm. like, well, what's wrong with her? What's going on? There's like her hemorrhoids are bleeding. Why wouldn't they just? Okay. I don't know. And I feel like nobody told me that. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel robbed right now Aww. because I I felt like I should have had that whole experience or it wouldn't have been so traumatic. Yeah. And yeah. now mind you, it went on months mm-hmm. before anybody figured it out. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, when you first start, you don't really believe that much. Yeah. So you can kind of like go through somebody's patch and they not realize that they're coming up missing. Mm-hmm. I probably took the last one and didn't realize it. And somebody's like, I ain't even use this. I know. So yeah. Oh goodness. Yes. Mine's happened over a weekend and I was at a slumber party. But the person who was having a slumber party, she was like, don't tell my mama because she going to tell everybody at this party. Oh. And so when I got home after, you know, the weekend or whatever, I told my mom and she, of course, she told my dad and he was like, are you OK? And I was like, I'm good. I just. Yeah, but I what I hated, yeah, but what I hated about it was going to the grocery store to buy products because people who went to school with me like were baggers, oh. and that was embarrassing for me. So, feel like I'm getting this for my mama. No, I don't know. I I didn't feel like that. I feel like they knew it was me. <laughs> yeah, I would have probably found something like some butter pecan ice cream for my and be like, oh, this for my granny. <laughs> Got something like, you know, something for some old people, mm-hmm. some some old people vitamins. You know, I always try to find something weird mm-hmm. to do. Because I still have a hard time carrying them things around the store. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't a lot caring. of times, sometimes I'll just ask my husband to go because I hate carrying them around. You know you can't get them delivered. Well, yeah, yeah, I could do that. But I just, I just go to the store. Okay. And then I try to put them, I try to put all the, I shop for everything else and get that last so I can put it in the bottom. That's the first thing I scan. Mm-hmm. So it's in the bag. I don't know why. I'm like, yeah, you like too old hell. for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, everybody has their little quirks. That's mine. And that's true. I don't like pads. I don't like anybody know when I got pads in my basket. Okay. Okay. So, heck, we're going to get back on topic. So oh, heck, yeah, girl. We were totally off. I know. Off. I know. So, we're going to so, talk about Heavenly So, Hill. yes, they went down to Miami, Heavenly, Jackie, and Simone. And I guess Heavenly is going to go back to her old home to, like, you know. Revisit. Revisit the past and try to move forward mm-hmm. in her growing up or whatever. <laughs> growing up. So, they were having a conversation and Miss Jackie, you know, pretty much called Heavenly out on her BS. And Heavenly got offended. Mm -hmm. And she was like, well, I may call people bitches, but the way you just talked to me, you might as well have called me a bitch. Deflecting. (laughs) And Jackie called her out on that. Mm -hmm. And I felt like it was a good constructive conversation. Like she kind of sat back and got it. But that's who Jackie is. She's like the, the, 
she is the happy medium of all mm-hmm. of them. She's like the glue that brings everybody together and they respect her so yeah. much. So they try to function as normally as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I I was just like, y'all in for awakening, hanging out with her for the weekend. I don't think that. Cause you know, she was like, they were like, well, where are you saying at? And then she like called an attitude. I was like, why would she even say all that stuff in front of the people? Mm-hmm. I was like, this stuff, this stuff ain't even working for you. No, it's not. It's not. She just seems. She seems really angry, mm-hmm. and I don't even think she has anything to be angry about. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like her 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 daughter, but her daughter checks her though. Her daughter seems like well rounded. Mm-hmm. Her husband's great. She just seems like it's a, and it's probably just stuff she's went through mm-hmm. throughout her life. But I would think that once you start receiving the kind of love that I think daddy shows you and your daughter shows you, that that would, like, level you off. But it hasn't. No, it's it's a different type of love, though. Like, but it's a different type of love when she gets around other women. But mm-hmm. she's not like that so much at home. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm excited to see how this is going to play I out. I am as well. I just want to see what's really going on. And maybe yeah. I can get some better understanding, understanding yeah. to... Yeah, because, you know... I, when we first started, I couldn't stand heavily. And mm-hmm. I still don't really like her, but I'm starting to try to understand, which I don't, mm-hmm. but I'm attempting to understand. I don't know. They say wise people seek under to be seek understanding than to be understood. So that's where I'm at with her. Okay. And well, the rest of these people on the show. We'll see next week. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So we're going to wrap up our Rache Reality. And now we're going to get into our business buzz. Mm -hmm. And since we Mm -hmm. were in Memphis this past weekend, we had to stop at our favorite cookie Cookie store, Mm -hmm. Makita's Cookies. And you can find her on makitascookies.com. And let me tell you, these butter cookies are the truth. Like they have the butter cookies, they have tea cakes, they got. I had a piece of that tea cake. It was good. It Mm. reminded me of the ones my mom's friends used to make. Mm. Uh, I had an iced oatmeal cookie, and let me tell you, it was like, I felt like I was like five years old again. I just needed a good cup of milk, like real milk, mm-hmm. not like almond, almond milk. milk. Yeah. That's where she had. Yeah, I needed yeah. like some real milk. Um, so, and they also do pies. We got a lemon meringue pie, and the crust is the butter cookies. Mm. It was I didn't get so to try good. it. It was so good. You know what? That oatmeal walnut cookie I had was so delectable. Oh my goodness. Okay, like I, I ate like when I get something and I really like it, I like piece it off so I can enjoy every little savory bit. Mm-hmm. And I saved some for my husband. He was like, Man, that's a good cookie. He's like a critic of food. Mm-hmm. And so he really liked it. He was like, Where'd you get that? And I was like, So I think I'm gonna order him some for like a little present one day, a couple cookies since they do have cookies online. Good, yes. Because that cookie, and I looked at that icing on your cookie, so I'm gonna ask them could they customize me a cookie and make me a uh, oatmeal raisin Wal- oh, walnut, the walnut one with, with the, the icing. Ooh, yes, yeah. mm-hmm. Ooh, that's gonna be good. Yeah. Okay, I need. I'm ready to go back to Memphis so I can just get another cookie. Okay, so again, can we go to IKEA this time? Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I was showing you my cinnamon roll. Um, <laughs> so you can find Makita's. And the story of how Makita's came to be is you can tell it better than I can. Well, I think the way our friend told us 
I didn't really look at that about us to no, get the, the actual story, but I'm pretty sure it's the truth. So basically they had a daughter and her name was Makiba and she had leukemia and she passed away. And so that's what they named the store, but I'm pretty sure they're, I hope I'm not telling their story wrong because I absolutely love this place. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody across the world should order a cookie. Like mm-hmm. when I eat these cookies, I feel like, why is this not in the store? Like exactly. they're too good for the whole universe not, not to, to enjoy and not to have an opportunity to taste this in your mouth. Mm-hmm. It's when I tell you bite this butter cookie and it like soaks down into your taste buds it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I had never tasted anything like it. And every time I go, I have to get a cookie from this place. Yes. So you can order uh, online. They do um, different variety packs um, at makitascookies.com. And it's M-A-K-E-D-A-S-C-O-O-K-I-E-S.com. Um, their phone number is 901-745-2667. And if you are in the Memphis area, the address is 2370 Airways Boulevard in Memphis, 38114. So check them out. The cookies are delectable. The pies are good. Like every time my friend comes up from Memphis, we always tell her to bring us these cookies. Yes. Yes. So um, do you have a fairy moment? I... I don't think I have a fairy moment at this time. Okay. I'm trying to think over the course of, oh, well, my fairy moment's not really interesting. It's just a personal fairy moment. Okay. Well, I mean, that's what all fairy moments are. Well, you, know, you know how, like, when we were driving back, I was like, okay, I'm going to get three loads of laundry done when I get home. Well, my husband pretty much started the, la- the whole laundry thing going, and I was like, oh, well, I don't really have to do all three loads like I thought I need to do. So anytime your spouse or mate or partner can help you out, it's always appreciated, right? Mm-hmm. So to me, that meant a lot to me just to, because I know for him, he doesn't necessarily like to sort the clothes out because it can be, you know, different shades of gray, which pile this is going. So normally I sort and he washes and hangs them up or we kind of, we work on strength-based things in our relationship. I can sort the clothes. I put them in. He'll hang them up because he doesn't mind doing that. He's really particular about which way the hanger is supposed to be hung. So I let him do that because that's what that's his thing. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, it's going in the closet. It's fine. We're going to take it off. Like, But he's particular. So that, to me, meant the world to me to have him help me in okay. that matter when he was he right. had a weekend to hang out with his homies mm-hmm. but he still thought about doing something nice for me oh that is wonderful okay and i'm gonna leave with a marriage quote from marriage 365 one is gonna be for the wives and one for the husbands. so for the wives three things your husband needs to hear from you i need to start saying this <laughs> i'm proud of you you're sexy i trust you Mm. And husbands, three things to say to your wife. I only have eyes for you. I love you just the way you are. How can I help? Mm. Oh, see, how can I help? Mm-hmm. I didn't even say anything. Mm-hmm. But for all I know, you know, he might just needed some clothes to wear and he just happened to wash a lot. And it worked but out. It so worked don't even out. Think too much it, into right. It. <laughs> it worked out. It was a win win. It was. Win win for everybody. Oh, look, they do have their story. Uh, Makita's cookies they have their source so I want to listen to it I want to 
figure out their whole situation okay. and send out some prayers to their family. Because you never know what somebody's going through. That is so true. Because it would be hard for me to go to a my place of employment that was named after my daughter that passed away. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So I'm gonna read. I'm gonna listen to their story. It's actually a news story, a okay. news clip. Okay. Okay. Well, we are going to wrap it up. Um, you feel, please feel free to like, subscribe, comment um, on the, all the places where you can get your podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, Anchor, Google Play, SoundCloud, all of them. Um, um, you can also, if you want to contribute to the fairy topic, or if you have a fairy moment, which is something that you feel that your mate did to make you feel special or it could be big or small and they could have washed dishes for you mm-hmm. let us know because we love things like that oh um, and another thing i would like to add so whatever the little thing that you're bickering about that you could change in less than you know a small amount of time instead of arguing about it i challenge everybody to try that this week do it for 21 days and see if it changes your life mm-hmm. you'll have less things to argue about because mm-hmm. it's so not that serious exactly yep so um we'll put everything in the show notes and um if you again want to submit your topics or fairy moments or your business buzzes they can be sent to it's under no it's not a fairy tale 615 at gmail or you can find us on instagram at it's underscore not a fairy tale <clears throat> Or on Facebook, it's not a fairy tale. Or on Twitter, it underscore fairy tale. All right, we're going to get up out of here. Bye. Bye.